This podcast is our last of the series. Well, not quite. We've got one more and it's a live stream for Leicester Comedy Festival. It's going to be on the 15th of February. You can watch it live online. Um, We'll be posting on Twitter the details of how you can book tickets and it'll also be on the Leicester Comedy Festival website. So look out for that. Thank you so much for listening to our pods. We love you. We'll see you at the live stream. Welcome to the magazine and wine party. Mm. This episode of Birthday Girls House Party is um, a bit of a homage. Homage. How do you say it? Homage, I'd say. It's silent homage. H in French, isn't it? Uh, I've been saying homage my whole right. life. Uh, it's Camille, a hom- why is your face so shiny? Oh. Um, okay, I don't know. It is. Yeah, it is. I'd I'd say that I'm glowing, but well, I don't know. It's it's it like it's like, like right it looks on like the you've taken a bar of lard and greased your face. <laughs> Do you know what it does? I think I've got this like uh, I've got this sort of uh, nice moisturizer. Mm. It's got a bit of shine in it, and I've sure. got a bit too heavy. Mm. I've mm. gone too heavy. Mm. Anyway, um, listening. Yeah. So if you're listening, just imagine me glowing. <laughs> Can't take my um, eyes off it. <laughs> Shall I wipe myself down? <laughs> I'm just having a wipe now. That's what they do on set, isn't it? Do you, oh, remember, she's shiny do you remember I did that audition and halfway through they said, can you go and have a wipe down? You're too shiny. <laughs> In an audition. In an audition. Oh, mate, you must have been really shiny. Oh, sweating, sweating. Didn't you also go to one where you turned out without lipstick and then the casting director no, said, I said I turned up to a cast? I turned up with lipstick. And she was like, well, this is a period piece. I don't know what you're doing wearing lipstick. Can you please go and take it off? Oh, man. I I once auditioned to play a police officer and I wore a really chunky gold necklace (laughs) and like a really cool top. And they were like, oh. They were like, "Uh, could you maybe take the necklace off? You're meant to be a. Did you have have, like green eyeliner on? Oh, the Of course, yeah. (laughs) Just Just my usual get up. The usual. Big it was back earrings. in the day where I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't. I didn't know you were meant to go dressed as the part. I just thought no one oh. tells you. No one tells you. No one tells you. Well, no, it's because we didn't go to drama school. Oh, I think right. they do tell you. Oh, they do. Anyway, <laughs> We're just on part of the welcome conversation. to the magazine and one part it. Mm. What's that? An homage to guys? It's the bridesmaids. Bridesmaids. The film bridesmaids. Kristen Wiig turns up to her mate's house, and then their mate's like, "Welcome to the magazine and one part it." It's really satisfying to say it. Do any of you want to say? Welcome to the magazine and wine party. Mm. That's yeah. very good, VT. Actually, Thanks. that's a very good impression. Thank you. Um, favorite bit of bridesmaids? Ah, oh, there's so many bits. Maybe my favorite bit is um, uh, Rebel Wilson, who got when she got the free tattoo. <laughs> a guy oh, yeah. came out of the van and he uh, said, "It's for free." <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I love her. Um, poo- I love Melissa McCarthy. Obviously, but that's obviously. that's the classic bit. And if you do have the DVD, I think my favourite bit is um, like the extras on that where Melissa McCarthy is, it's like an outtake of her just improvising ideas for the hem party. Amazing. And she goes on and on and on. She's and incredible. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I think she's the best. Yeah. Like when she says, when when there's a bit where some they're like someone says, has anyone else got anything they want to say? And she just puts her hand up and says, like, I took nine puppies. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> <They're> nine. <laughs> <laughs> I took nine. 
I took nine. I took nine. nine. Oh, so magazine and wine party, guys. Are you all having a little tipple of wine? Listen, guess what? My first wine this January. <gasps> Have I broken your dry January? You've broken it, mate. I was dying. No. I was dying to break it. I was beating cr- in the message. I'm trying to break it. I literally said, or mm. if you're not drinking, mm. non-alcoholic wine or fruit no, juice. Any excuse. So that was an option for you. You've been you've been jonesing to break it since the start of January. You've been trying to get Sam to break it with you. From the 3rd of January, every night I've said, should we just have a glass of wine? And he <laughs> said, well, I'm not going to have a glass of wine, but you can have a glass of wine. Oh, and that, no. every time I'm like, well, if you're not going to share in my downfall, then what's the point? Can I also say that BT's glass of wine that she's breaking <laughs> dry January with is fucking massive. I literally filled it to the brim as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mum, when I was very young, probably one of the only bits of etiquette she taught me was you only fill a wine glass half full. Yeah, but bullshit. Do you know, Dan Dan taught me that I because I used to live... Do you remember my friend An- Andrea? Mm. Yeah. She, she won't mind Love me saying Andrea. she likes a glass of wine. Yeah. I used to live with her. We'd get our, we'd get we'd finish a shift at the restaurant while we worked. We'd get ourselves a bottle of yellowtail Pinot Grigio each. Lovely. Take that home. <laughs> have that of an evening. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I, I used to, I was used to pouring like a third of a bottle into a glass. Mm. And then when I started living with dad, he would be like, Whoa, <laughs> we can always come back. We, we can refill. <laughs> I don't need a bucket now. Uh, yeah. I've got a ginger wine on the go at the minute. Ooh, you know, I like that. She loves a ginger Ooh, wine. And I found a new drink you can do with ginger wine. You put a shot of dark rum in it. Absolutely delicious. Oh. Well, you know that whiskey, when you mix whiskey and gin, ginger yeah. wine, whiskey max. Whiskey max. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I'll try yeah. that. I got hammered on those. Oh, no, wait, I got hammered on. What is it? Whiskey. No, uh, it's a drink called a Godfather and it's half amaretto, half whiskey. Oh. oh. I got hammered one New Year's on that. Fell over and hit my That'd head. Take the bitter edge <laughs> off the whiskey, and it'd take the sugary mm. edge off the amaretto. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really dangerous though. I remember I, I, I got back to I got back to Sam's flat, and I was throwing up, obviously, um, and I was crying. And Sam was like, "Why are you crying?" And I was like, "Because everyone's gonna know I'm being sick." And he's like, "We're not at the house party anymore. We're at home." Oh, and then oh, and then I BC. fell onto his bed and cut my lip open. <laughs> Oh. oh, and when we woke up in the morning, we found a little red stain on the toilet seat from where my lipstick had been <laughs> rubbing oh, on the toilet. I thought you were going to say blood. No, no lipstick. BT. Lipstick. This is not, you're not covering yourself in glory. No, but I mean, that was literally my every night out for a while. <laughs> mm, I remember. Oh, I remember having to collect up the contents of your bag from various bars in Manchester. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I once let Beattie, um after a night out, because she was so drunk, I took her back to mine mm. and I let her sleep in my housemate's bed. Mm. Hi, Lucy. Because I thought Lucy wasn't coming home. Oh, Lucy did come home. She Lucy did. Lucy was not happy. Ooh, she had not and Lucy, had been on a, Lucy had been on a night shift, hadn't she? She'd only just yeah. finished work at like four in the morning, came oh, home to find sicky Beattie in her fuck. bed. That is bad form. I've got terrible memories of white wine. I can't really drink it. Mm. Bad hangovers. Mm. And someone was telling me the other day, Ruth Bratt, who's been on this podcast, oh, yeah. who uh, wine often gives her terrible headaches. Mm. She found out from like a sommelier, um, if she has a 
particular French red wine, she doesn't get a headache. It will be a wine that is low in tannins. Yeah, yeah it doesn't have like stuff in it. Stabilizers Ta- and um, tannins. Yeah. yeah, no, no, the stuff. What's it called? Tannins. It's, ta- it's tannins. Also, like preservatives. <laughs> a lot of wine has preservatives in it. But if you have yeah. like fresh local wine, you might get a hangover. And I mean, so that's not, not, not an option here. Bench. Not an option here. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Camberwell's local vineyard. <laughs> I think that's why on, when you're on holiday, you don't really get a hangover. Oh, guys, I miss holidays. Oh, don't, don't. Okay, let's, hey, let's stop. Hey, okay, yeah, come yep, on. Yep, yep. We're having a chat. We've got a glass. Welcome to the magazine of wine party. Mm, this is mm, a little holiday. Yeah. I, I really Enjoy. needed this, actually. Who's our guest going to be? Oh, who's our guest going to be? It's a real good one. Oh, she's in the waiting room. Uh, our guest today. When she says when when I'm we really... say they're in the waiting room, I imagine them in like a little virtual <laughs> waiting room, a <laughs> little sofa, a briefcase, a little um, yeah, <laughs> little blazer. We've to got a, a real treat for you today. It's Sarah Barron. She is a brilliant stand-up author and stand-up, nominated for best newcomer at Edinburgh Festival 2018. She's been alive at the Apollo. Um, She's in the waiting room now. Let's welcome to the stage, Sarah Barron. It's so nice to see you guys. Hello. Oh my God, what a treat. Welcome to the Magazine and Wine Party. Mm. Welcome to the Magazine and Wine Party. All right, guys, I'm just going to spitball here. My suggestion is, what is your female fight club? I'm showing you my... Just, we I just love what's coming up. Just a spitball female fight club. Oh. <laughs> shit, that's fresh. Yeah, she's like, oh, strip yeah. down, we grease up, we beat the shit out. <laughs> oh. <sighs> what a film. Oh, fuck, I forgot the whole air marshal scene. You're an air, you're oh, an air marshal, right? Oh, yeah. I'll take first watch. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, an and Rose marshal. Johnson as well, a star comedic turn, you know? What? In bridesmaids. Well, I think. Wait, no, did, you, did I say Rose Johnson? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm staring at you, Rose. You mean you mean Rose Byrne? Byrne. Rose Byrne. Yeah, Rose Byrne. I was like, surprising. wow. You're For like, a second, Sarah. you're so convincing. Oh. That, I, and you um, have such a like compelling presence that for a second I was like, yes. Did I do bridesmaids? <laughs> yes, I was in bridesmaids. Yes, I was. Imagine, Rose. You would yes, have been great at that part. Oh, you would have oh. been great. Good. What, what part? Melissa McCarthy? You could oh, do any of them. You could have done any of them, yeah. I can see oh, you guys. as the bride. I can see you as the, sh- you know, the shitty pretty one. And I can see you doing the <laughs> Melissa McCarthy role. I mean, let's be honest. Everyone wants to be Melissa mm. McCarthy in mm. that. You want to shit, yeah. I think. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Do you, I am an emetophobe, which is a diagnosed fear of vomiting. <gasps> Say that oh, word again. I would, uh, yes, I used to be like that. What's the word? E. So it's E M E T. Emetophobia. Right. Wow. Sort of fear of things coming up yeah. and out. Yeah. So I've actually never, despite having seen that film like twenty times, I've never seen that <gasps> scene. Mm. Oh, so it's a fear of pooing and it's not just pooing. It's, so if one of you took a dump right now, I could watch. It's it's yeah. vomit. Only vomit. Right. I was going to ask Rose how you got over it. Do you know what I think through? just it happening like being in situations where you couldn't avoid see because are you scared of seeing people throwing up also oh yeah i mean that yeah in a way that's almost the worst mm. 
part yeah, of it. Yeah, me too. So I think it was from being in situations where it was unavoidable to see that. And so like what not being able well, like when your University friend is growing up something. and you have to help. Oh, right, right, age. right. See, when then she I'm not trying to... friends were beating, she had to get over it. Yeah, right. yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. it probably yeah. was that. No, um, or like, say you're on the tube and you there's someone who throws up in the carriage oh. or on the bus or something and you can't, it just happens. Mm. And I think it was genuinely like exposure training where it was just like, oh, it happened and it what the world didn't end. And then I kind of, mm. I still don't like it. I'm not going around being like, yeah. please. See, I think I... Well, I don't have full blown, but I used I went through a period where I would get panic attacks on public transport because I'd think I was going to be sick. But I, I oh, that ends like for no reason. Gigs, you'd have to have a bucket yeah, exactly because I'd be so scared of being sick or or seeing anyone else be sick. I remember my brother in law getting really seasick on a sea on like a journey on a boat. And I was just watching him thinking, he's going to be sick, he's going to be sick, he's going to be sick. And the panic just like rising in my body. <laughs> I was just like, oh God, he's going to be sick, he's going to be sick. But like, it, it was, it's panic wow. inducing. So, so what happens, Sarah, when you are sick? Um, just ex- like my life is divided into before and after. So I can tell you the date <laughs> of every time I've puked my entire, like I'm like, well, it yeah. was this, you know. <laughs> Um, and it's, so my life is divided into before and after. So you're like, oh, right. No, Sarah, we saw each other in January of 2019. I'd be like, well, the last time I ever threw up was December 26th of 2018. So then I, st- that was just behind, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's sort of, sort of, it's just <laughs> profound panic. <sighs> and I think the thing with like seeing people do it, oh, is I've lived a life avoid so mm-hmm. if a friend is going to be You're sick there's no world in which i'm like oh this is terrible yeah i think i have like an instinct as strong as breathing mm-hmm. that is avoiding those situations so it it uh-huh. pretty much never happens to me what did you do what about, what about your baby was sick yeah so he my son now is four and a half so it's like i what's so fucked is i can um like I'm so clear on the last time when he threw up. Mm-hmm. Wow. I get and I get upset, but I don't it doesn't like a, any kid throwing up is not as big of a thing as a grown up. It's you know do you, Why do you think it is? Do you think it's like the shame? No. So, for my 35th birthday, and I am now <gasps> older than that (laughs) my friend gave me this book so this is like six years ago and it was this new york times bestseller and it was written by this like serious academic serious journalist the book is this thick it's called my age of anxiety it's a memoir of anxiety but but by a science journalist harvard grad you know a crazy crazy brain so there's all the science mixed in Anyway, so he so emetophobia is the second most. It's unbelievably common. It's like public speaking, flying and vomiting. Mm. Those are the things. Mm. And what I understood and I've been in therapy for years, but that was never really what we were talking about. And basically, it's an anxiety disorder. Mm. It's like a very high octane manifestation of anxiety which is so interesting because i don't consider like don't we all have anxiety you know what i mean but i've never i know quite a few people who have have medicated their entire lives and quite heavily for very severe anxiety very severe depression i've never medicate you know i'm i'm kind of quite functional and both my parents have horrible anxiety like 
to be around them mm. once I was an adult. Yeah. My pe- people were like, oh, your parents are quite, <laughs> oh, like you, yeah, you can right. feel on both of them. And so I, I think it's that thing. And I, I had it from the time I was like, it got really bad around the age of 12. Oh, shit, and then yeah. I was off. Yeah. And I've never really recovered. Oh, and it's, I've thought about like aversion therapy, but the thought of Ugh. that fills me with a love. I, and just the other day, my husband said to me, he's like, oh, there's this documentary that's, that everyone's talking about. Should we watch the trailer? And it's sort of like a life in New York. Uh-huh. And it's so I never see people do it in films because I'm so highly trained to when it's coming. Wow. Wow. But this was this documentary of all this footage and it felt very kind of cool and edgy. And there's like and basically out of <gasps> nowhere you see in a documentary, no. which is this guy just pukes. Oh, and it was three, you know, we were watching it at like midnight as we were trying to get to sleep. Oh, and by the time no. I could actually wind down, I feel violated. I feel, I feel like I've been, I mean, I don't use this, you know, I feel like I've been molested. Yeah. Like it is wow. so bad. Jeez. And someone like that, I'm like, it is still so bad for me. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, it must be like a natural thing that's just gone haywire. Because I, I guess like when we're a caveman, you yeah. got to stay away from people who are sick. You got to stay away from people yeah. who are vomiting. Yeah. But it's just like taken that instinct and gone like, okay, we're going to make this a real. <laughs> but you're right, Sarah, that it's like it's an attachment of anxiety that's probably rooted in loads of other different mm. things to mm. one specific outlet yes. that, yeah. that is like a trigger and you attach. And it you attach all that. funnels in there. And I really yeah. like, I don't have any other bodily. In fact, I'm quite good with all mm. bodily fun. You know, I'm not. And, and just everything is in that. Have one. you ever tried hypnotherapy for it? No. And it's so interesting that you ask that because my husband tried hypnotherapy for the first time. I don't know. I we've all lost track of when anything has ever happened. But but basically he 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 thought it was one of the most phenomenal things he's ever been through. Yeah. But it's like he went to this woman, it was like three hundred pounds oh, for a session. Shit. Now wow. it's not like right, it's not like and then you go every week. You know, the yeah. kind of idea is you go for a few times. Yeah. But I um this is as all good podcasts do, this is turning into a real therapy session for old FB. <laughs> but so I thought, you know, when things feel, when I feel like I have a job again, maybe mm. I'll try and do it. But my top order of business would be my anxiety, ladies, now manifests in the, with the fact that I can't sleep in a bed if I'm not alone. Oh. <gasps> no. I've like lost... The abil- Wait, hang on. Beauty. I can't do the connection. You can't what? sleep. Uh, the double negatives so, fucked oh, so, me. So basically, I have to sleep in my own bed. Like my husband and I have, essentially, we have separate beds. Okay, sorry. I yeah Because yeah, you okay. can't relax and get to sleep. Or it, like it, it, it makes you anxious. It's sort of like, I'll feel tired, I'll fall asleep. Yeah. Mm. And then I'll have extremely broken sleep. Like up every 30 minutes to pee and then I'll go into we have a spare bedroom Mm. very very lucky very aware of the privilege (laughs) and I'll I'll retire to that to that other bedroom did you does your um baby share your bed sometimes so how old is your daughter or son one and a half so my son is four and a half Mm -hmm. and it started um the the 
panic mm. that overtook me. It, it all started when I became a mom. Yeah. Like I, I've, I've never been like an incredible sleeper, but I've never had insomnia and I don't now. It's just like the thing that fills me with the most self-loathe, like my trigger mm. is when women start talking about co-sleeping. <gasps> Fuck, I'm so sorry. <laughs> No, no, no. It's okay. Maybe you do it. A lot of people do. Yeah. I agree with it as a method no, to a point. No, but I, you know, but I don't know what that is. Co-sleeping is where is you basically from birth, they share the bed with you. And I don't, I wow. don't understand how women sleep with a baby in the bed okay. all the time. I thought you were going to say it's your <laughs> no. thing and I was going to reserve no, judgment. No, 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 Basically, no, I have her, a very strong... punched her in the face uh, in the bed. Yeah, <laughs> scratched my eye. Like, gave me a big bruise above my eye. I don't understand. I'd be, I have, I'd be like, worried that I was going to roll over yeah. and squash him. Well, they say yeah. that that doesn't really happen if you're not like quite drunk. Yeah. You so haven't it's like shared the people... a bed with Camille though. She's, and also when I was a baby, twice. when there was oh. that massive storm in the late 80s, yeah. my mum apparently had me in the bed with her and the storm was so bad. I fell out of the bed, fell on the floor and she didn't know until she oh woke up. Oh my God. Do you know? Wait, wait, wait. Sorry. How how does the storm have anything to do with that? <laughs> the noise. Because she claims oh. that she didn't know You just know said I the storm was so bad that I fell out of the bed on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> Babies. Like, you know, guys, are you out of the bed because it's raining a lot <laughs> and all the windows open the wind just blew out of that, the bed that's, that's the, how she feels okay about the fact that I fell well, out of the bed and my mum said that anything. she was sharing the bed with my little sister woke up she wasn't in the bed couldn't find her went, mm. went back to her cot maybe I put her back in her cot not there where is she where is she strip the bed she's at the bottom of their bed she's rolled oh down Hey. and she well she's still alive today <laughs> So this is the thing is they're like made of goo yeah. like babies it's so hard for them to hurt themselves yeah. actually. Yeah. Um but I very early on mm. moved my kid out of the room and it's sort of like I I, I it's like Four years later, and I've not, I'm not quite over it yet. And my yeah. husband snores, but that's, it's not it. It's a mental issue that I'm having. So this is all to say that when I can afford hypnotherapy, I think the thing that affects my life the most is this mm. need of not wanting anybody to touch me. I think I'm like one of these people who about a quarter of me was meant to be a single person for my whole life. <laughs> I uh, relate. But I, relate. I want a family and I want, and, and I... And so the part of me that's like, no, I was supposed to ride this out. I was supposed to just be, it's like, both of you little assholes get away. Uh, mommy gets <laughs> are you from. Hug, are you huggy? Outside so huggy. Of, oh, I love yeah. touching. I love to touch. But I have worked out that I'm very, uh, people are so annoying when they say this. So here we go. But I'm extremely introverted. And I didn't mm. understand what that meant mm. until... It was like, oh, it's not about how big, you know, it's just about how you reset, how you charge. Yeah. And I, I, my need to be alone. I didn't understand what I sort of got. It, it was like, oh, mm. when I got married, I was like, oh, I need this thing. And then when I had a, mo a child, I was like, oh, you're not getting that thing. Yeah. I, 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 and it's I horrible. really value my alone time to the point yes. where like today, Mabel was supposed to go down for her nap at midday. She woke and she usually does it for two hours. And that's like my time to be by myself. And she woke up 10 minutes later. And honestly, I wanted to cry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, God, it's my whole so... day is ruined. Not just because she's going to be in a bad mood for the rest of the day, but because I didn't get any time to just you be robbed myself. Me of my <laughs> of my sort of medicine. Yeah. I just take medicine every day. No, I can't. Yeah. 
Mad. Wow, I feel so bad today. I had a one and a half hour bath. Oh, good. Fuck off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, and do you know what? I bought I bought some a couple of like trashy magazines, uh, and I was like, I'll just flick through it to see if there's anything good for to chat about on the pod yeah. tonight. One and a half hours later, I've read those magazines cover <laughs> to cover. You know Pure everything. Trash. I was. What wrinkly. magazines did you read? Women's Weekly and Take a Break. Oh wow. Oh, wow. Do you know what? I read them once a year oh. when I and I always do it when I get on the plane to go on holiday. Mm. You know when you like have your little mm. rituals when I get to the airport, I go and buy like take a break, chat and pick me up. <laughs> and I'm on the I'm on the plane to Portugal and I'm reading about a woman who got fucked by a ghost or like yeah. Oh. yeah, yeah. To me, oh. it is pure relaxation to to read a oh, magazine like God. that. It's pure Chill mm. time. Oh, mm. God bless. I was like, I'm not going to read trash magazines anymore. That's not my thing. But every time yeah. I'm in the supermarket, they draw me in. The front cover. Oh. The front cover. It's like someone I've never heard of has lost weight. And I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> do you want to hear the headlines? How did she do, do you want to hear the headlines? Yes. From today. Okay, I've written the headlines from today. I've written, okay, three of these are real and one is one that I've made up. See if you can guess guess the fake, okay? Okay. Okay, all, all from magazines today. Mm-hmm. Ding, ding, next stop, Cheatsville. <laughs> okay. Okay. Next one. Yeah. But I only wanted a burger. <laughs> next one. The groom with two brides. Okay. Right. Next one. Okay. Oh, this one. The lizard who loved me. <laughs> what was Wait. the second one again? Say the second Wait, is one. Is it just four? But I. Wait. Can four. you read all of? Will you read all of them Please. again now? Okay. 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 Ready. Okay. Number one. Yeah. Ding ding. Next stop. Cheatsville. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real. Real. Number two. Real. 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 Number two. But I only wanted a burger. Real. Number three. Ooh, I okay. think real. Yeah. I, well, I only wanted a burger. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Real. The groom with two brides. That's real. And number four, the lizard who loved Not me. Not real. See, I think the lizard who loved me is too Can't mad be real. to have been made up. It, it feels, if that's the one you made up, Camille, I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it feels like like too much the obvious choice. But you guys know her better than I do. I so. think, well, yeah. I don't know, Camille... <laughs> I feel like she could have made up the lizard who loved me. Yeah, she's, she, she she's got a history she, she of bestiality. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Great. Um, okay, I, mean, I, I made up. I made. I made up the yes, lizard. Yes, I knew me. it. Really oh my god, Camille! <laughs> Devastating. Can I just read you a tiny bit? A tiny bit of but I only wanted a burger. Please, yeah. please. Yeah, please. I'm intrigued. Incredible. That that headline hang on, is hang on, perfect. Can we guess what happened? In. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, okay. okay yeah, I, yeah. Only a I only wanted a burger. Oh, um, a girl gets um shagged in a kebab van. <laughs> Good guess. Okay, but it's not quite right. I only wanted a burger. Um, a, a woman, uh, gets. Oh, oh. S- uh, health and safety. She slips mm. over badly in McDonald's. Uh, go on, Sarah. I was. I feel there's an arrest involved. I think she's found maybe the skeleton of a, a rodent in her burger. Something like I only want a burger. That's a great there's guess. There's a mouse in it. 
there's a rat in it. All good That's guesses. That's really good. But I only wanted a Any- burger. Anything else before I tell you the truth? It's normally... Oh, it's, <gasps> she, there's a face mask in the burger. Do you want to hear the tagline? Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. I'd gone to KFC for a treat, but I came away with something that definitely wasn't on the menu. Oh. She met, She was going about to say she's married someone from KFC. Food poisoning. Again? Food poisoning. They're all good guesses. They're all good guesses. Gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. STD. I, I think you guys are gilding the lily here. <laughs> I think both of you have already had very good. The idea that there was like a, an insect or something dead in her burger is brilliant. Mm. And that now with the tagline, the idea that she found just wanted the burger, but she got a man seems very yeah. strong as yeah. well. Go on. Tell us the real one. Okay. <clears throat> I've chosen a couple of excerpts to try and do the long story short. I'm not going to read you the whole article, don't worry. Right. She's at KFC, yeah? Yeah. (laughs) I ordered a fillet tower burger meal with a hash brown. And after helping the children unwrap their food, I tucked into mine. I was so hungry, I gobbled the burger straight down. Gobble, gobble. But on the drive home, my tummy began to hurt. Oh. Uh Uh-oh, I thought. As soon as we got in, I rushed to the toilet, but I didn't make it in time. And I was... No! It's okay, it's okay. On the floor. Sorry, sorry, Doesn't sorry. matter, doesn't matter. It's, so it's, if it's If it's a description, that's fine. Okay. Long story short, she's got food poisoning, she thinks. Mm-hmm. She rings her brother. She's like, I've got food poisoning. I need to go to the hospital. I'm going to skip forward a bit. <gasps> I can guess. I now have a new guess a what nurse it is. helped me I can, into can a I, wheelchair. Can I write down what I think it is? Write, write down, down write text down. it to me, Rose. Text it to oh, me te- if you've got your no, phone. No, I'm going to... Or just write it down. I want to write it down, wait. <gasps> okay, oh, write oh, it down. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah, I'm writing it down too. Okay, okay. Well, I've, I, I've, I'm holding it in my head, but I've, yeah, I'm, yeah, I fine. won't lie. Yeah, no, what? Yeah, I, I, you don't have to write it down. <laughs> oh, I'm done, I just did anyway. For <laughs> the fun. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Okay, a nurse helped me into a wheelchair and took me into a side room. I've got food poisoning, I said. Your tummy's contracting, she replied. I knew what she was driving at and I said, I'm not pregnant, if that's what you're thinking. I've got a bit chubby, I said, but I haven't had sex for months and I'm on the pill. They've both got it. They've both guessed it. They've held up their piece of paper. Girls, that didn't cross (laughs) my mind. I am such a moron. (laughs) Two hours later, baby boy. She doesn't believe it's hers. She keeps crying. They have to persuade her. It's yours. It's come out of you. What the hell? And the KFC burger brought it on. Yeah. Well, spicy. Well, or she was just... (laughs) (laughs) So wild. What I love, though, most about that excerpt... It's nothing to do. They um, they draw you in thinking it's about the burger, but it's not. It's nothing to do with the burger. But also the fact that all of these stories, really unnecessary mundane details, like her entire (laughs) KFC order. (laughs) The the fillet double tower burger with hash browns on the side. Why do you need to put that in? It's because the writers, they got a word count. They got a word count. Yeah. The story is, the story can be done in two sentences. I thought I didn't realize I was pregnant. I went to KFC, went into labor. They've got five hundred words to fill. They mm. need to know so that. So yeah, KFC that's order. my question. Do those magazines? They definitely have writers. That yeah, the person sends it a story normally and they says it up. at the bottom as told to such and such. Uh, of course. Okay. Okay. I love the sort of random uh, information they put in those magazines, like that you don't like crap 
stuff that you would never need to know. There was a bit about people sending in their ideas. And one woman was like, um, I kept getting my scarves mixed up. Um, they kept falling down the back of the wardrobe. So now I just <laughs> knot them onto a coat hanger and hang them in the wardrobe. Yeah. And that was like a whole uh, How many on scarves that. has she got? Loads. She showed up. There's a picture of how it's She's really into her scarves. Okay. Most of those tips involve like microwaving half a lemon at some stage. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, here's another one for you. There was a little um, survey. Is it okay to read your children's text messages? Hmm. How you going yes or no? Children. Yes. Yeah, yeah. if they're children's under, yes. under the age of 16, yes. Yes. You, you, you're with the majority. 89% yes. 11%. Sarah's yeah. not convinced. No, yeah. I, I, don't have, I, I don't have a strong disagreement. I'm, I was thinking... I was thinking... I, I, I... Listen, I try not to judge them till I'm there myself. Mm. So I have nothing to say really about parenting like a 12-year-old. Yeah. But I feel... So, so I also think... So to me, I'm like, why are you giving... Why are you giving a 12 year old a phone yeah if you don't trust them to mm. communicate acceptably and use that phone in an acceptable and way actually, but but i think i have no idea what it is to be 12 and the pressure and you don't want your kid to be the only one who does it and all and this actually, stuff when i was yeah. like 14 or 15 i had a phone i think i got my first and phone I at 14 yeah i can't i would have been absolutely outraged if my parents read my messages yeah same Right. Mm. I think my, my I think mom. my opinion I is fifteen. I, I wouldn't do it as a matter of course, but if there was something I was worried about, I would say mm. I have I have the right to if I feel it's yeah. necessary. But I'm not yeah. doing it as a matter mm. of course. Yes. There you go. That's a very That's, good answer. I'd be des- I'd I was be like, oh, they seem they it. seem different. Something's happened. They won't tell me what's wrong. Last resort, I'm reading their messages. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do we, any of you have any magazine subscriptions? Oh, my husband has two subscriptions to The Economist. So we get two copies of every fucking issue of The Economist. Oh. And guess what? He doesn't read So them. smart. No, no. Nobody does, do they? Fucking Nobody reads them. The Economist. They spend their life in that little people. sort of uh, compostable slip. Yeah. Just I've taking got, up oh, space God. in my house. I've got the same with Witch magazine. I signed up to it when I was moving into a flat so I could, because I'm terrible with taking ages to make decisions. I thought if I sign up to Witch when I'm moving into the flat, they'll tell me what mattress to buy, Mm. what washing machine Mm. to buy. I've not cancelled it. I'm getting those Witch magazines every month. I am not subscribed to any magazines, but there was quite a long period of time where I was subscribed to both Good Food magazine and Weight Watchers magazine at the same time. <laughs> right. Right. Which is very on brand for me. Very sure. on brand. Like, how yeah. how can I torture myself by way of a nice relaxing hobby? I'll read loads of stuff that I would love to eat and then read a magazine telling me that I'm dog shit for eating I'm it. I'm surprised uh. that you cancelled the Good Food one, Rose. Oh, you can get it all on the website. This is a problem. Magazines are a dying uh, medium. I know, but there, but there's something special about having a paper mm. magazine. Yeah, but you always think you're going to go back. To, I never actually go back through them, and it just takes up space. Yeah, I do. I do in the bath. Of course, your three-hour bath that you have every day. 
Do you listen to podcasts or do you listen to anything while you bathe or is it a magazine moment? Yeah, I try not to take my phone in the bathroom. Ah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. It's, it's me, a cup of tea on the side. A hot drink oh, in the bath. Oh, hot drink in the bath. Oh, oh, God, yeah. No, that, for that, me, nightmare. My, hot drink in the bath. I want an ice cold glass of water, water Ooh, in the bath. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Oh, I have both. I've got both oh, going no, on. No, that's, I mean, a glass of wine in the bath. That is such a chaotic energy. A hot cup of tea in an ice cold glass of water in the bath. A large glass of red wine in a bath. Yes, please. I do you know I had a so I read the Guardian weekend mm-hmm. magazine every weekend. See, that's another one that feels like a treat. You know, it's, it's a treat. You know, it's the weekend. It's a treat. I you know mm-hmm. I like. I think it's nicely paced, and I'm I'm mm-hmm. into it. Although I really was not into the the one that came out on Saturday. That was like, it was like. Sorry, I just, broke. <laughs> just thought I would admit that. That's <laughs> We're all cool with bodily functions. Oh, woo! Yeah. Um. Weird. I do you know I I so Grazia mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. no good US equivalent and it is a miracle if you come to it as an adult woman. I love Grazia. Oh, I don't subscribe to it because in 2010, like I subscribed to some fashion magazines and then I had this I was I had this conversation with my sister-in-law where I was sort of talking, I was like really going into detail about like real self-loathing of body and looks. Mm. And she was like why do you get mm. this shit? And I was like, oh, right. Like, that is not helping me think. Yeah. Mm. It's not helping me understand that I'm not a disgusting beast. Mm-hmm. So since then, I don't really do anything magazine-wise <laughs> unless it's um, Grazia and I'm, like, getting my nails done, although that doesn't feel like a thing anymore, mm. or The Guardian magazine. Grazia doesn't feel so bad because in the middle they've got, like, a serious article. <laughs> Yes, it's got like, just oh. a flicker of something yeah. that's not Seems so intelligent. Yeah. Exactly. And I don't like all the tabloid mags here because oh, even, I've been here almost 10 years, but I still don't know who enough of the people are for me to be into yeah. it. I was going to say that in America. Do you, So when we when we earlier were like Women's Weekly, take a break. Do you have the equivalent of that in America? No, I don't know what those ones are. These ones, they are characterised by the poor quality of the paper on which they're printed. Do you know those ones? The really, really thin paper. Segment. Yeah. Let's do a segment. We're having such a good chat. I forgot that we even do segments. (laughs) Great. Um, We do segments on this pod, uh, Sarah, and this segment is called Wine Time. Mm. Uh, We can have a little wine over a glass of wine. See what I've done? So good. Sarah is our resident Bertha Girls House Party magazine agony aunt. Great. Um, She's been doing a great job um, known throughout the trashy mags as being the Mm. best agony aunt out there. Saved a lot of marriages. Um, And uh, we are each going to tell you our little problem mm, or grievance that we've got. dream situation. I thought thought you'd be good at this. I really thought you'd be good at this. Sarah, I feel like me and you are quite similar in this, in that we are are chomping at the bit to dispense... Uh advice with Sage the kind advice. of confidence that is backed up by no knowledge and a complete unwillingness to follow these things through in our own lives. Oh, yeah. That sounds like my mother. Oh. 
I mean. <laughs> but also, it's that thing of like, someone's going to give you their bit of gossip. It's like, delicious. Someone's going to tell me something. Your life is kind of shitty. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> Yes. And also by taking the by taking the position of dispensing advice, you are positioning yourself, yeah, in a p- position of like, mm, yeah, no, I can help you, even though whenever I'm doing that, my life absolute shit show. You know what I mean? Mm. But yeah. when I'm given advice, mm-hmm. I think, mm. yeah, okay, here I am. Wow, I am wise. I've been trying to do this stand up bit about how my favorite, which has been going badly, <laughs> but um, the, it, about the, my favorite text is someone asking me for advice. Mm. Like anytime someone's like, can I get your read on this? I'm like, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it my is dream. It is flattering, isn't it? It is. Oh, someone I'm wise. your opinion. Mm. Yeah. See, I'm this wise. never happens to me. No one ever asks me for advice. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gotta be more of a loud mouth. Uh, BT, would you like to- um, Yeah, I'll, I'll kick it off because mine's, put, mine's put quite boring. Sarah. Okay. L- okay. See, BT, I've said it. I've, I've said it before. What? No, what's the phrase? I've said if it. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. You gotta back yourself. <laughs> okay, yeah, I back, I'm backing myself, but it is quite boring. Back yourself. Um, Wise words. I find it boring. Um, listen, I've got a new kitchen worktop. It's wooden. Okay. My husband is now obsessed with oiling it. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I hate it. This is a man who hasn't cancelled either of his no, um, economists. No. Yes, I was too busy oiling. Too busy oiling. Like his time is mostly taken up with oiling. Um, yeah. And now the uh, uh, he's concerned with the water warping the wooden um, worktop oh, around the sink. BT, welcome oh, yes. to my life. Yes. So now every time I wash a single <laughs> thing, he's like, "Could you just mm-hmm. dry? Could you just dry around Whoa! the sink?" <laughs> Welcome to my life, Beatty. Or, but look, I look, look, I don't, I don't want a mouldy, warped worktop. No, but do but I want also, to dry up every time I do the, the fucking? Up. Let yes, me live. Yes. Or have you? Or you'll also, you'll either get that, or you'll get, um, I'll get Dan coming up, and when I've done the washing up, wiping it down and going, um, if you just wipe, if you, you know, if you just dry that off then it means that it doesn't walk I'm like, I'm like yeah. yes I fucking know because you tell me every fucking day yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah Sarah agony aunt Sarah so is is this how best to navigate this new ongoing issue in your marriage well, uh, yeah That's probably the, how to navigate <laughs> Yeah. So here's I have I have lived in my home mm-hmm. for six and a half years we have uh, wood we have the, we wood. Have the wood here's what I'm I, what I'm going to ask you to do this is big <laughs> But I want you to try this. And Rose, this is for you as well, even though it's unsolicited. My husband is, and there are so many great things about this guy, but he is a slob of of a very extreme order. It's very extreme. So when I hear your tales of woe, I go, oh, that would fucking annoy me. That's annoying. But, oh, but no, 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 no. Listen, listen. This is there's in no other area is he tidy. Oh, shit. He's look, he's, he's leaving his socks the, in the middle of the right. floor. He is, you know, are you 
I mean, apart from maybe recently, he has kind of. Are you wiped? Okay, then we'll put that. I thought we were we were dealing with this very kind of neat man, and I was going to try to help you embrace that aspect. Okay, okay, no, 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 no. no, no, After you've done Beatty, can you do the neat man one? Because that's very much my my. Yeah, you you have to give over, Rose. I'll just because yours is quick. You you have to accept that because it is the lesser evil. Okay, so you have to Mm -hmm. every day. You have to be present in the fact that you are not cleaning up after him okay and you have to have a little like yeah, daily yeah. moment where you go where you picture a slob and you feel <laughs> gratitude for his tidiness i also think my parents have been together 50 years i've watched my mother berate my father for 50 whatever you know for all these years and you're like people don't change you married a guy who this what the fuck so i really try with my husband to be like he can't do that he can't so i just do it I just do it. I zip the lip. So your husband has to zip the lip and clean the thing himself and say, you can say to him, do it yourself. Rose is happy with this. No, no, I'm imagining how he's going to take that. Rose, (laughs) Rose, you're going to do daily presentness in gratitude. Daily, daily gratitude. Daily gratitude. (laughs) You're going to tell him that you're doing your best and he needs to never speak to you about it so he can either allow the mess <laughs> mm-hmm. or take care of it himself and those are the two options. See, I, I feel like, well, Sam isn't, Sam is, he's no, not No, he's obsessive about his new not, wood. He, he's not sure. a slob. But he he's, um, he just concentrates his energy in the wrong oh, places. Oh, God, that's... How, okay, sure. Like, also, he can't let go of things. Like, today, we got a new bread bin, and I was like, uh, he's like, what are we going to do with the old bread bin? I was like, oh, we'll chuck it out. And he's like, wow, no, we could we could use it for something. I'm like, what? What are we going to use it for? He's like, I don't know, keep some... Keep Mabel's pens in there. I'm like, it's a bread bin! <laughs> It's a massive wooden pencil case. Her pens. She's one and a half. Yeah, I know. I I I think he has to do it. You've got to say. Sorry, I'm just imagining Mabel turning up for her first day of school with a bread bin (laughs) full of pens under her arm. This one's just like got the slide oh, up lid, god. you know. Oh my god! Open from the front. Sorry, Sarah. I interrupted oh you. god! No, not at all. I mean, I, I think I've done Rose, but BD, it's not. To, I think you have to say to him. So, are you? Can I ask you? Are you doing an okay job, yeah. or are you a little bit too sloppy with it? No, listen. I'm okay. Sloppy. Then you've got to stop being. This is. <laughs> I'm. The, the good I'm news the is you've got the power here because you can change you. Okay, you can change you, <laughs> change and me. you have to I stop. Why me. are you getting a nice wood thing if you don't know how to take care of it? What are you gonna? What do you want? What do you want to do? Just oh, throw yeah. your money away? Sarah, you're so good at this. Yeah. I love it. Right. So, <laughs> I feel like I'm watching yeah. Ricky Lake. Yes. I don't thank you. I don't away. want her throwing. Oh, let me just throw away three hundred pounds. Okay, cool. No. Wood countertop. Mwah. Excellent taste. You're going to take care of your shit. Yeah. And you're going to teach your daughter when you treat yourself to a nice thing, but then you you treat that nice thing well. You treat it well. Okay, yeah. Well okay. done. Problem right, yeah. solved. Problem right, solved. Right. I'm just going to suck it up and look after the wood. Suck it up and look, look after your wood. Respect you, wood. You've already had a cheeky wood. problem solved for free, yeah, Rose. I have. But br- bring, bring us your plan. Okay. Well, um, well basically... I do, I do really, I do really smelly farts. Okay, 
I do. I wait. Stop. I farted while you were talking, and I was like, I hope they didn't just see me. I mean, I like went up on one side, and I was like, they didn't see. So again, the fa- the sense of looking in a mirror when I talk to you is ongoing. <laughs> I'm like, we were separated when we were small. Okay, so you do really smelly farts on um, it. And, you know, I, ca- I can't help that. But sure. my husband gets so angry with me about it. And, and sure. like, it's very difficult because, like, when I'm in bed... You know you can't you can't mm. hold on to these no. things. You can't no. keep no, you it can. in. It gives you bad. It's, it's bad. life. You, it's life. What are you meant to do? But sometimes, exactly. like for ex- I mean, they are bad. Like <laughs> he's gone away um, for work at the moment, and I the other day was in bed by myself, and I genuinely it was so bad that I genuinely <laughs> thought. Can you gas your? Can you die? Like, can you gas yourself? Smell like, particular. Breathe. Those particles are going into so, your but nose. What I just, oh, I no. guess, I guess, I don't know what my specific, specific question is. It's just breathing like, in poo. How do I get poo over long. this? Like, when I need how to, how do you deal with yeah, it? Yeah, like when I need to, well, I have to fart, and what do I have to get up? Like, give me a scenario. Give me two scenarios. Scenario one is. A situation where you really feel it's fair for you to just sit there and rip it and give me a scenario where you're like, this is probably unreasonable and I should excuse myself. (laughs) I mean, really, if I'm brutally honest, it's always reasonable. (laughs) It's always reasonable. Oh, so it's not like you're falling asleep and he's like, get the fuck out of our bed. No, but he did say that when we first got together and we first started sharing a bed... He always knew when I'd fallen asleep because I would just do one really loud, really long fart because I'd been holding it in all day. And he was like, we'd probably just had sex or whatever and we're just like falling asleep. And then he'd be like looking at me and suddenly I'd just go. <laughs> like a balloon deflating. I guess what I mean is like, that is who I, that is who I am. But do you know what also is really bad? When he, I feel like I'm he, having a stroke. I honestly feel like my eye isn't opening normally. <laughs> when, when I, but also the thing is, is when, um, when he farts, his don't smell that much. But when oh. they do, I am mm. so furious. Listen, okay. look, Rose, I have a very similar problem to you. My farts, I don't think smell that bad, but I'm farting not that regularly. Mm. Whereas Sam is farting all the time. <laughs> all the time, like every 10 I minutes. So- <laughs> There's nothing funnier, Sarah. There's and- nothing <laughs> He's always like my whole life pretending I think shit is funny. This is the first time I've genuinely laughed at something like in my life. Oh, I feel like I didn't even understand the feeling. I was like, am I having a stroke? Oh no, I just find this genuinely funny. I'm not performing that it's funny. Oh my god. Okay, keep going. But he farts all the time, like on the sofa, like having a nice dinner, like watching TV. He's farting, farting, and I'm like, why are you doing that? like have a go at him and he's like I know they don't smell like how can you know that they don't smell but also I can't help it I wish that I didn't fart all the time you think I want this no no I feel like I'm lucky because I I mean you (laughs) You. you we know this situation you know me and my farting 
She's um, fine all the time, and they are acrid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Sting of the nostril. James mean to me about it. He's like, I just go, oh, I'm so sorry. That's what you have to do. You have to be like, oh, Yeah, but I'm I do so that, sorry. and Dan and says, then, you're not, because I say it like this. <laughs> I say it like this. <laughs> I'm really sorry. And he can see, <laughs> he can see in my I eyes see that I'm delighted with myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the difference. See, I am mortified. I hate oh it. I'm farting that badly, but you love it. Yeah. Mm. You're mm. proud of it. But also, James doesn't fart in front of you. He tries not to. Which I How find... long have you guys been together? Five years now. Oh, he still tries oh, not to. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, some couples but are like that. I'm <sighs> doing it left, right, and centre. Mm. I, so when seems, I was that in, seems unequal. <laughs> when I was 17 years old, I had this friend, Rachel. We were sat, we I don't we were sat cross-legged, you know, with a couple feet between us, like talking and doing some activity in her childhood bedroom. She always loved my farts. I've been famous for my farts <laughs> for my whole life. My son, who is now four and a half and in reception, he has started having, he's known as the farty kid. It's actually not funny. It's sort of sad. Oh. And he started, he's like, mommy, people say I'm stinky. I'm like, I get that. The, oh, it's called mommy. the barren bowel. And so you just, so the other day he, he excused himself like across this playground and was just sat there farting. <laughs> so it's like this big family affliction. So I'm 17. I've had like, I have this friend Rachel. She loves my fart. She finds them so funny. And we're sat there and I start farting. And it's sort of going at her. And she starts laughing and I start laughing. So then it's like going in motion with my... With my... Right. In conjunction with my my laughing. It goes on for so long. Like it feels like it's like a minute of farting. And we're getting more and more hysterical. It ends. We're just crying. Just can't pull it together another couple minutes pass and then you hear dad downstairs go hey rach get the dog out he took a jump and it was my fart smell that travels downstairs i cleared a starbucks in 2005 in midtown manhattan at lunch wow. hour and it was because of a very weird diet i was on of sun-dried tomatoes and cottage cheese okay and i would just fart and i was sad they're like no one knows it's me i love farts they're so funny i i rose my hu- the thing is is I'm the same as you but I have a husband who's the same as both of right, us okay. so we just both alternate days. like he will cuddle with me on the sofa sometimes at night and our policy will be if we are in cuddle like if our bodies are together you must issue a warning yes and okay. it is behold <laughs> The other person to excuse him or herself. Because the bottom line is, is it is actually bad to hold in your farts. Yeah, Yeah. that's the thing. But uh, but the thing that I worry about (laughs) is that it does kill... It, every with every fart, a small piece of the passion dies. I think. Like I, I think, okay, yeah. I you, think that's do you do it? True. Would yeah. you do it during sex? Yeah. That, oh yeah. No, but sometimes it's involuntary. That uh, that's what you fart during sex. <laughs> Rose, have you ever farted during sex? Okay. No. <laughs> really. <laughs> I right. the only person I've ever done it with is my husband, but it was by accident. And it was once, yeah. <laughs> oh, it happens to me quite regularly. Yeah. Are you sure it's not a fanny fart? <sighs> no. Sometimes, if you've got it's wind, you're getting things 
are getting jiggled around. Jiggled around. It, it, you got to <laughs> hold it in. you got to hold that stuff in, babe. Oh, my beefy, friend, my friend, I won't say her name, uh, was doing an, uh, a stood 69er with this guy. You know, like, so he, he stood up, her legs are wrapped around his face. He's holding her up. He's like, yeah, right. Okay. And, uh, that's the time she shows us you a fart. No. (laughs) Right. Right in his face. (laughs) (laughs) But I understand it because if you don't, your hair just like blows back. Have you done yoga Down when you do when you do Down no no when you do shoulder stands when you do inversions? Oh yeah! I remember I used to do oh. yoga when I was like 15, 16 and I was when I was like living in Devon where I grew up, and I'd go and do yoga, and it was like me, my friend Josie, who we were both like fifteen, and then everyone else was a senior citizen, and whenever we did inversions, it was literally like a fart chorus. The old people would be just like. <laughs> and uh, so I'm thinking she's done that you have inversions I, I would say as advice yeah. to any of our listeners if you ever are suffering from trapped wind if you can master such a thing as a shoulder yeah. stand that will really mm. help. even if you can't lie on your back legs up against the sofa that'll help mm. you just yeah. want to get yourself up up and back yeah. Oh, that's because I always think about getting into a ball, but actually you no. want you want to you want to get into a bit where the raise. gas can go upwards. I think. Oh, <laughs> gas always wants to rise. The gas wants to rise. You know, the gas wants to rise. Oh, this is my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know the term crop dusting? No. Mm-hmm. No. So it's like when when I used to wait tables, it's like if you cropped us someone, it means your butt, they're sat down and you're stood up and your butt is at their head level and you fart while walking past them. <laughs> I've definitely done that when I was waitressing. <laughs> yeah. So like when I used to waitress, we were always just crop dusting all the assholes who. Yeah. That's great. Be like, I'm going to crop dust table 23 because the problem is, is mine are too loud. Stupid. I'd get busted. Oh, okay. Musical farts. It's time for Legend and Dick of the Week. Um, Shall I go first? Yeah. Do it. It's your podcast, mate. My Legend of the Week is my husband, James. And BT and Rose... um, Told you this story Oh my God, this is incredible. Sarah, you will not believe it. You will love this so much. Okay, I'll set the scene. Okay. He is about to do a recall for an audition, for an advert. He's got his laptop set up in the living room. I'm sat on the bed doing some work. I can hear it going on. He's meant to do it at 12.30. He's in there, he's waiting. They're not coming on. 10 minutes go by. He comes and says to me, they've sent an email to all the people saying, hello to all the people waiting. We're running a bit late. Okay. He waits. He waits. He waits. He's got other stuff to do. You know, they haven't given him an idea of when they're going to be coming on. An hour goes by. He says to me, I'm going to come off the Zoom. I'm I'm going to come off. This is, I'm just going to cancel it and I'm not going to do it. I'm not waiting anymore. After an hour... They come on, and I hear them go, hi, sorry for the wait. And then I hear James go, yeah, it's not very good, actually. And then they go, oh, oh, did you get a message? He went, yeah, I got a spam message that you sent to everybody saying you're running late. 
it was an hour ago. And they went, oh, um, yeah, okay. And they went, right, well, let's do it. Sat down. They went, actually, do you know what? I don't want to do it. Um, I just <sighs> think, you know, this happens so much. You guys just think actors have nothing better to do. We've got nothing else going on with our lives. I've been sat waiting here for an hour. I don't want to do it. Good luck with it. And they were, I could, I, I was sat oh. on my bed like, oh my God, I fancy you so much. <laughs> oh, and then, oh, he had a spring in his step for the rest of the day. Oh, it's the happiest yeah. I've seen him all lockdown. I was just like, he would. Oh, incredible. Like just your dream of like what you imagine mm. doing mm. and then you hardly ever do it. Ugh. Actually telling them like, incredible. I've been sat here for a fucking hour. So disrespectful. It. So, like, yeah, you could have kids that you've, like, got someone yeah. to look after for yeah, an hour. Another so... meeting or anything. anything. And the thing is, there's no there's no other reason for that to happen than just poor organisation, like poor admin on their part. It's not like mm. they're mm-hmm. running late. It's like, think about how long the session, you know, like, that's just somebody fucking up and, like, you know what I mean? So it's avoidable. Yeah. I feel like it's only with adverts. It's only with adverts where Yeah, it's like a capital market, isn't it? Yeah. So yeah, he is my legend because I was what a legend. You know when you can hear something that's like so sort of it sounds like so naughty, and I was just like, oh, this is great. So he's my legend. I think that's amazing because in that situation, I know I'd have been a little rat and just been like, it's absolutely fine. Don't worry, I've not got really got anything else to do. Me too. Me too. I wish I had those kind of balls. I mean. I don't know what his balls are like, but okay. <laughs> they're nice. They're pretty nice. But they're great. <laughs> I bet they are. Anyone else? Legend and Dick? Uh, my legend, uh, there's several of them. They are the little boys in the playground. I took Mabel for her MMR booster jab. It wasn't a fun day. She wasn't no. having a nice time. Uh, took her to the park afterwards. I thought I'd try and cheer her up. And there was she just ran straight into a group of maybe... Uh, eight or nine-year-old boys playing quite a rough game of football. And I was like, oh, fuck, their ass is not going to go well. But they were so nice to her and so, Aww. like, accommodating. They were like, oh, yeah. And she was, like, chatting to them, like, shouting at them. And she was, they were like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, ha. They thought she was really funny. And I was, like, taking pictures and sort of, like, laughing and crying out the side of my eyes. <laughs> because it had been a hard day. It was just, oh, it was Aww. just so nice. And they were so lovely. So someone walking past. Us has just seen a young woman <laughs> taking pictures of a small group of children and crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's nice. Lovely uh, legends. Yeah, and my dick of the week is dry January. Mm-hmm. What, well, what's the fucking it, point? I've broken it now. So but, uh, just hate it. What's the point? Uh, anyone else? Legend and dick. I got a legend. Well, my legend of the week's seems a bit um frivolous compared to yours but it's just some mashed potato i made the other night that's not it's not frivolous right it's not frivolous a lot of butter We're talking so much of butter. butter and it was no, with, i like, wish i could do that sam's was, allergic it was with those um i use those potatoes that have got red skin and red they, skins the red skins and they it makes mash that just like is so dense mm. and sticks together so mm. nicely mm. and it's just like mm. not you know when you make mash and it's like really wet and like grainy and you're like why yeah. no this was like, no thanks like dense delicious rich mash with um oh. loads of butter and um caramelized leeks and chives Ooh. 
Oi, 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 oi. It was really good. Guys. Delicious. I want that now. And my dick of the week, it is me. Um, I was running, I was on a run the other day and I was running down my usual route. Come to a road close sign, I think. Uh-oh. Uh, it's be fine, won't it? It's like probably just... You know, it's road closed, like, to traffic. Yeah, but I'm just running down it. It'll be absolutely oh, fine. Sure. Come on, like, road closed. Yeah. Normally just means something's going on, bit of roadworks. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Start running down it, absolutely fine. I think, oh, they've probably just forgotten to, probably just forgotten to remove that road closed sign. <laughs> then I get to the first steamroller. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Laying, I would say, half a mile long stretch of new road, including pouring hot molten tarmac onto the road, which I just ran. I just ran over it. Just carried on. (laughs) I didn't know what to do. I was. I couldn't stop then. Ran past so. Your footprints will be on there. Yeah, I ran past so many workmen who all were like licking it, and I tried to smile at them, and I just kept saying, "Sorry, sorry." And I kept, and I kept thinking. I kept thinking that it had finished, and then I kept going around another corner, and there was another steamroller, and I was like, no. "Why? No!" Oh, once I'd gone over the first God. bit, I was like, "I can't go back." So I, I can't no. go back. But there was one no, point where, like, it was hot. It was hot through the soles of my. It was hot through the soles of my trainers. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Those shoes are just melting. So legend. Oh. I mean, moral of the story is if you see a road close sign, that's a reason Don't for that. Don't go down Listen it. Listen to the signs, mate. Sarah, who or what is your legend and dick of the week? Which or what? Well, I'll, t- or what? I'll tell a sweet tale. Mm-hmm. I'll tell a sweet tale of a legend, which was tonight I was coming back from buying some groceries to make a little dinner for my family. Lovely. And um, mm. I was walking on my road and a group of youths were ahead <gasps> of me on the pavement. And I always get afraid of youths. Like, you know, like... 14, 15 year old, you're like, oh, oh yeah. don't hurt my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> don't hurt me. Not not don't hurt me physically, but don't yeah. hurt me emotionally. Please right? don't embarrass me. Yeah, don't like make me feel bad and old yeah. and dumb. Um, so I'm sort of trying to figure out how to navigate around them. And this one kind of looks back at me who's on a bike and he looks back and he goes, oh, I'm sorry for using bad language. And I go, <gasps> oh, oh, I've heard worse. Don't worry about it. Moment, Aww. moment. You guys have a good night. You too. What did she say? She's heard worse. And that was sort of the whole thing. But it made me Aww. feel... They were so pure. And it made me feel like... Sorry for the nice. bad language. That's Sorry so for the bad language. You were so pure. Aww. What had they said? Had you heard? I hadn't heard. I had had no awareness of anything. Imagine oh, if, shit. They could have been talking yeah, about some horrible they could have been shit. Like, oh, <laughs> I yeah, know. She's got a, like a baggy, <laughs> and then yeah. you were like, they were sorry, talking. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awful. Sorry. Oh, I think that's so good. That's so funny. <laughs> I know. Yeah, because that would have been funny if these sweet boys who I made a legend were talking about my baggy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you guys, they were so pure. <laughs> So pure. That's nice. And then I don't even know how I don't really have a dick because I've. Oh no, I know what my dick is. It's my 
fucking adult acne, man. Oh. It like is just. Hello. Hello. Is it from mask wearing? No, it's not from mask wearing. It's like part of my life Mm. and I'm 41 and it's when the fuck will it end? I've had this like horrible outpour. It's just been like, okay, this one's almost gone. It's almost gone. Wait, what's that? Just this rotation of destruction Mm. on my Mm. face. Mm. And there's this crop here that is disgusting yeah and then i treated myself to a new foundation mm. and it came in the mail and i was so excited about it because you're like oh a little something to live for and then it turned out to be almost like a sheer moisturizer oh. when what i need right now is like dry, dry. a full mask dry, of, yeah. of 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 heavy paint. wear paint <laughs> so i'm the dick for not reading what it does on the tin or whatever people say with the foundation but yeah. just the bad luck of my acne is my mm. overall dick me and my sisters are <sighs> plagued by adult acne it's it's a real issue but my, my brother I, has I, a little I'll, bit I'll of send it too, you a, a link because my sister's just started using this stuff that she completely swears by so may i t- may i say the yeah. thing that has worked for me in my life is a medication called spironal actane and I right. went off it when I was trying to get pregnant and my skin sort of regu- like whatever's happened is it's re- you know it has regulated yeah. and it's getting so bad again I'm like can I just go back on that spironal actane but I don't feel comfortable calling up a doctor right now in the throes of this pandemic being like hi um <laughs> I have my spot stuff <laughs> can I have my spot stuff can you just call it in so so that's everything can I just say that before I moved here, if someone had told me that I was going to do a podcast with three English women named Rose, Beatty, and Camille, it would have really <laughs> satisfied my vision of what I wanted my English life to be. So I'm just going to go for a little chat with my girls, you know, it's Rose and Beatty and Camille, and it's just a little game. We're just going to go for, you know, a little meander down Shakespeare's walk, you know, Great accent. But did you think you'd be talking about farts? Yes, that was, you know, genuinely when I first moved here and my husband was trying to like set up a social date for me and I went out with these three women who I like sort of knew one of them. And I have this story about like fucking two men in the same day, like 15 years ago. And it's like one of my, you know, one of my conversational showstoppers, if I may say. And so I was like, oh, I'll I'll tell you, we'll get some liquor in us and I'll like win these girls over with my two dicks one day story. Yeah. (laughs) Because my American friends love it. And I was like, you're crazy, you know? And I told the story and this one girl was like, oh, please, I took three. And it it is, it's, you can't, um, all of my English girlfriends are much more hedonistic and in sexually and with substances than any American. It's very weird. Oh, that's so funny because I have an image of Americans as being like super, like into pharmaceuticals. That might be true, but I don't know. I'm like, because of my vomit phobia, oh, I'm very, I've really um, avoided partiers. Oh. Like I've never had a close relationship with a partier. Mm. Wow. And I've never it's been amazing. really drunk. It's like it's another steered thing. your life in the whole. It's guided my yeah. whole life. Yeah. It's crazy. I, that was the thing. I was like, oh, I've never really, I had a hangover once. Mm. And I was like, oh, I think this means I've never, act- like, I love to have a few wines. You get a little buzz. You feel, but I've never been. Wait, Word of warning when we're back out in the real world. Don't hang out with BT at a party. Because <laughs> she's a puker. Is she a puker? Yeah. See her in the day. Don't hang out I with her in the evening and you'll oh. remain Actually, no, well, I can't friends. remember the last time I puked. BT, when we're allowed back out again, you're going to go mad. I am. <laughs> BT, when you guys were telling that story and you're like, oh, right, you need that bucket. I was like, I can never be around her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so that's like the idea of someone moving around with a bucket is so... 
so tricky. Yeah. Like, do you know what? I was never sick. I just needed the bucket there. Right, but the visual of that, that for me is the potential. Yeah, yeah to be yeah. honest, yeah. As, as a former emetophobe, is it? Mm, that that one. I did find mm. it difficult when BT had the bucket because I would be thinking, oh, it's uh, so. Yeah. Woo, mm. Even thinking about it. Ooh. Beanie uh, in her bucket. Beanie uh, in her little bucket. My gut is Sarah, churning actually thinking about it. Sarah, you've been so brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh my God, she was amazing. Oh, so good. Thank you so much to our amazing guest, Sarah Barron. Thank you to our producer, Emma Corsham. Thank you to Lucy Moore for our artwork. And thank you to Anne Schmilewski for our music. And thank you to you for coming to the magazine and wine party. Mm. Mm-hmm. And guess what, guys? That was the last podcast episode of this series. Boo! I mean, we ended on a real high, didn't we? Yeah, what um, a high. And we will be back very soon. Uh, we'll keep you posted. Thank you so much for listening to this series. A whole uh, 18 episodes it's been. Tweet us. Um, Tell your friends. Please do. Yeah, at B-Day Girls Comedy. Keep in touch. Yeah, and if you've listened to all of this series, you could always go back and listen to our previous series. Uh, if you're getting, you know, you're if you're missing us, thank you so much. We really appreciate you all. Love you guys. Love you. Love you guys. See you soon. Bye. Bye. See you soon. Bye. 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 <laughs>